Life on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It's 2023. Gender equality is firmly on the agenda, and all is right with the world of work. Well, not exactly. Because according to new research from the Workplace Bullying Institute, women still consistently report that they are bullied at work. What's more, they're also the ones doing it, with 80% of females bullied pinpointing other women as the bullier. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Women are vicious. In a conversation, I hugged a woman to try to support her, and she said, if you don't take your hands off from me, I'm going to punch you in your face. Definitely when I worked in a hairdresser's, it happened a lot. I know that like there is the whole like sexual harassment from men as well, which I have had that happen as well, but the whole bitchiness and bullying thing definitely happens more women on women. Like they tend to isolate other women as well. They'd have their own like inside jokes, which is like very unfair, especially if they're coming in as like new, younger people. If there's younger women coming in, I think the older women tend to feel like slightly threatened or something, and then they tend to isolate them. Yeah, I worked in a company that had maybe 10 employees like a small firm and they were all women except one person and I did find there was like a large kind of environment of jealousy between the women and anything you'd do even like stocking shelves or stock taking product levels someone else would do it after me to make sure I did it right and like they'd never find mistakes like they'd be really surprised if you did it right you know that kind of way and then there's a boy that came in working on work experience and for some reason they just took everything this work experience who was there for a week they took everything he did they're like okay if he's counting this that means he's doing it right and I was there for four years and everything that I was doing was being checked over by someone more junior than me. Rena Maycock is the CEO and founder of Silter Child Protection Software and workplace bullying among women is something she's both observed and experienced firsthand. What surprised me when I went into the tech space was that there wasn't kind of unanimous sisterhood. And even though 90% of the women I came across were very supportive and, you know, helpful, and we all kind of relied on each other for, you know, to get each other by, there was a small cohort of what you might call men's women. And by name, you know, they became a little bit synonymous with being aggressively anti-woman. And even though they were involved in, on the surface, you know, supporting women that were coming up the ladder behind them, in actual practice, that wasn't, well, what the experience was. And I suppose in retrospect, when I was thinking deeply about it, that kind of negative treatment seemed to be born from jealousy, maybe fear. A lot of these women would have struggled really, really hard and done a lot of work to break the glass ceiling. But instead of seeing that as them making it easier for people coming behind them, women coming behind them, they thought to themselves, no, I had to do all this hard work. I'm not going to make it any, any easier for anybody else. And I, I guess they were used to being that only woman in the room with all of the men. And possibly out of fear, they didn't want to, to dilute that novelty. So they didn't want to send the lift back down for women because they were afraid and paranoid that they would lose, lose the novelty of being the only woman in the room. Dublin women have their own ideas on what might be behind this behaviour. I just think there's pressure on them, pressure to perform, pressure to succeed. And maybe it's the expectations placed on them by others in the workforce causes that conflict. I think women, are, they dramatise much more yeah. than men do. Yeah. So if there's a little conflict, they make a huge one out of it. And they are more offended by things than men are. Yeah. I feel like the women who are in those positions feel like they have to prove themselves and prove their worth <laughs> in the workplace. So almost taking on that, like, 
alpha male approach is like almost the go-to when they can just be kind and I feel like when, when, when women are being kind they're looked upon as being weak and I feel like maybe a lot of women want to make sure they're stern and they're strong and like they're just as good as anyone else anyone like any other man who'd be in the workplace while that can also have a knock-on effect on the younger girls seeing it and then people go oh if that's how she's acting maybe that's how I'm supposed to act when I get into a position like that they're valuing them as well like not giving them the reparations or like the pay that they deserve for doing most of the work and I think that probably leads to like bitterness as well like it's like a whole cycle of not being acknowledged so you're not going to acknowledge the women underneath you you know it's like one big cycle look as women are very competitive with each other so maybe that's why but sociologist Jill O'Mahony feels there's more at play the assumption might be that uh, women just want to keep all the success for themselves that they kind of want to close the door behind them but Research has actually proven that what ha- what happens is that when women are in positions of authority, if they are seen to be promoting other women, they are viewed less favorably by top tier management. Often case, top tier management is still heavily male dominated. Her chances then of, of pay rises and all of that tend to be cut short as a result of that. So when women don't promote other women or are hard on other women, it tends to be as a result of workplace culture. It tends to be as a result of a general negative attitude to women in the workplace. And Jill is also wary of what's being left out of the data. We still haven't really gotten away from that uh, stereotype of women as being, you know, caring, considerate, and men as being strong, arrogant even, which it's okay for them to be, and, you know, authoritative. Women aren't allowed that flexibility of characteristics. So in the workplace, if we are confronted with a very strong woman who, you know, is very comfortable in her authority and isn't as empathetic as people would assume that a woman should be, then automatically you have men and women almost affronted by that. But Rena Maycock feels a sea change is already upon us and is confident in the future of women in the workplace and female leadership specifically. There is a lot of research out there that shows that women-led companies have better retention of staff because the staff feel like they are listened to, like their soft skills are more valued and like there's a real real career progression path for them. And that's, you know, that's worldwide research of, you know, Fortune 500 companies. There's an awful lot to be said for the example that women leaders in politics are bringing to the table. The likes of Jacinda Ardern, for instance. The world is seeing that those skills that those women bring to the table are very, very valid. And... It's not because they're emulating men. There are more women. There's more awareness. Uh, women in the, in, the, in the workforce, in management. Therefore, that kind of is, a, is abating. My advice to women leaders would be, keep doing what you're doing, but be very, very proactive about seeking out ways how you can help other women in your ecosystem. Be they employees, be they fellow founders, be proactive about helping them out. Unfortunately, the labels of strong women leaders linger and don't be afraid to lean into that softer way of of managing people. It doesn't make you weak. It just makes you a more effective leader. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? 
think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.